0: Desert Island Books on NHR in association with NUH Library Services. Right, delighted to welcome on to NHR now, um, one of the wonderful team that works at NUH. Uh, his name is Simon Deary and uh, he's a registrar. Welcome to NHR, Simon. How are you doing today?
1: Oh, I'm really great. Thank you very much for inviting me.
0: Oh, it's great to talk to you. So tell us a bit about uh, your role at NUH. What do you do?
1: Yeah, so like you said, I'm a registrar doctor, and I'm working in sexual health and HIV at the moment. Um, also as well, I've just been appointed the new LGBTQIA staff network chair, which is a really exciting new role for me, which I'm really eager to take on as well, and hopefully uh, help all the other staff at NUH as well.
0: Brilliant. And um, tell us about some of the the events relating to to that role. Yeah, so
1: it's uh, currently LGBT History Month. Being February, so the integrated care system across Nottinghamshire have uh, organised a number of talks that happen are happening weekly on Wednesdays. Um, our next talk that we have got coming up is on Wednesday the 23rd of February. Uh, it'll be a Let's talk LGBTQ plus listening event, and if people are interested in coming, they can register on Eventbrite, and they will uh, obtain login details through that.
0: Great stuff. And what about your own uh, background? Uh, whereabouts do you hail from? Because it's an interesting accent you've got there.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not a local accent. So uh, I'm originally from Northern Ireland, uh, but I've been living in Nottingham now for over 10 years. So the city is definitely my new adopted home for sure.
0: And um, are you much of a reader? Obviously, we, we've uh, got you on as part of the uh, Desert Island books. Do you, do you read a lot?
1: Uh, I, I tend to. I think mainly on holidays now. I think um, with medical school and then studying for professional medical exams, uh, most of your reading is taken up with textbooks. So most of my reading for pleasure now actually happens just when I'm on holiday and I take a few trashy novels in a suitcase.
0: <laughs> well, um, we're obviously going to come to your Desert Island book choices uh, in a moment. What about um, when you're not at work, uh, Simon? What, uh, what do you like to do away from work?
1: Um. So, we were really lucky and fortunate that we got a dog just before COVID, so it was a bit of a lockdown puppy. So, a lot of our spare time is just spent training a puppy and trying to get him out and get him a walk. <laughs> well,
0: that sounds like it's going to use up a fair bit of energy for both the dog and you. <laughs>
1: yeah, for sure.
0: Okay then, so, Desert Island books. You're stranded on this desert island, you can take... Five books that you know and love, and one extra as well that you haven't read yet. So let's start with uh, number one then. What's your first book?
1: Um, the first book that I've chosen was The Health Gap by Michael Marmot. Um, it sounds a bit, It's a bit of an academic choice, but it's a, it's a book that's really changed my opinions and shaped my... Um, perception of health in terms of a population scale so it's really changed my practice certainly for the better Um, because before I was working in sexual health I was a public health registrar at the Nottingham City Council Um, and that was when I got handed the book by one of my supervisors
0: Book number one for Simon that is The Health Gap and what about your second choice?
1: Uh, The second book is called Prisoners of Geography um, by Tim Marshall so I read this book whenever I was, t- took a year out of training after foundation um, and had the opportunity to go traveling around North America, so it was, it was uh, nice and enlightening to read a book about geography and geopolitics as you were traveling the world, gave it a bit more context and a bit more insight to what way I was going and what I was doing. Um Tim Marshall's written a series of these books about how uh, physical geography influences geopolitics across the world and it definitely gives me more context to what you see on the news on a daily basis.
0: Interesting stuff. What about a couple of highlights from your uh trip to uh North America? What what stands oh, out? Oh,
1: happy days. my gosh. Um I think camping out at the Grand Canyon
0: is probably a oh, wow
1: and to see the sunset over the Grand Canyon is definitely a once-in-a-lifetime thing.
0: Oh, got to do that. Um, sounds amazing. I'd love to see that. Thank you for that. That's book number two then by Tim Marshall, Prisoners of Geography. Um, what about your third choice? What's that?
1: Yeah, so book number three is called The Establishment by Owen Jones. Um, Owen Jones is um. He's a openly gay political commentator and you might see him quite often on the news or um on news night or things like that um his book the establishment and also another book that he wrote about Chaves and the demonization of the working class are a bit of social commentary about britain and in particular the establishment uh is a commentary about how a group of wealthy elites in britain Often have an undue influence on our politics. They, it's quite an old book now, so the examples that he uses in it are probably quite dated, given that we're living in a post Brexit, post COVID world. But I think the principles of it are quite um, insightful, and it definitely opened my eyes to a lot of what's happened in British politics.
0: Is that a subject uh, that interests you generally, then, the political side?
1: Well, that's what I was just about to say, because I grew up in Northern Ireland, so politics was always very contentious and we had a policy and we never talked about politics at home at all so I think it meant by the time I became an adult I'm very ignorant when it comes to politics so I find books like this absolutely fascinating
0: okay book number four what's that? Uh,
1: so book number four is called Trust Me I'm a Junior Doctor um, by an author called Max Benderton so this is another openly gay author um, and he's currently working as a psychiatrist um, as a consultant. The book is about, it's a medical memoir of his first years as a junior doctor, so there's like a plethora of medical memoirs out there, but I read this one whenever I was in medical school, so it was probably one of the first medical memoirs I read, and it was quite lighthearted. it's a bit of an easy read, um, gives an insight into what it's like to work in the NHS. Um, I think there's a lot of other more popular ones out there, we've got the new uh, Adam Kay series has just started on BBC at the moment. This is going to hurt of uh, the same theme.
0: Right, so that's book number four. Trust me, I'm a junior doctor by Max Pemberton. What's your fifth choice?
1: Uh, it's the uh, Song of Achilles by Madeleine Miller. Um, so this is a book based in Greek mythology. So it's a retelling of the story of Achilles, um, the ancient warrior who got shot in the heel with an arrow. But this is a retelling of the story as a gay love story between him and his lover
0: Patroclus. Do you know much Greek mythology yourself? Is that something that you've you've read up on?
1: Well, my mum my was a school teacher and she is absolutely fascinated with Greek mythology. Um, so we always had stories as, as children. We read the Odyssey when we were really little, uh, Hercules, all those little stories we were always reading whenever we were little. So it's quite fond childhood memories of Greek mythology for me.
0: Excellent. And uh, what about the book that you would take uh, on to your desert island that you haven't read yet then? What's, uh, what's that choice?
1: Yeah, so this is a book that was recommended to to me because it's set in Ireland um, and as someone that comes from Northern Ireland they thought it would be relevant for me. It's called The Hearts Invisible Furies by an author called John Boyne. Um, He's the author that also wrote the story The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. Uh, which is an absolutely gut-wrenching, heartfelt story about um, concentration camps in the Second World War. But the book that I picked, The Heart's Invisible Furies, like I said, set in Ireland, um, during the post-war era in Ireland, where a uh, young boy who's born to your mother out of wedlock, and then ostracised by society, and then he goes on to come out as homosexual in a time in Ireland when that was not openly accepted. And through this one-person story, you get the illustration of the dramatic social change that's happened in post-war Ireland. All those changes, whilst they are in Ireland, a lot of them are directly happened in England as well, because we tend to move along the same sort of progressive timeline.
0: I was going to ask you, I mean, where do you think um, the whole perception of... LGBT plus rights is at the moment within the context of uh, Britain and, and Ireland and you know um, moving forward, h- how do you see things?
1: Um, I think we've made progress. I think even in my lifetime, uh, growing up in Northern Ireland where gay marriage was illegal up until very recently, we have made huge progress with uh, LGBT rights, but the work is not done yet. We've got a lot more to do, um, particularly around trans rights and inclusion of all the spectrum of the LGBT community as well.
0: Well, we wish you all the best with that. Now, we are obviously a hospital radio. We do like to play music, and uh, we love to play some dedications uh, from our guests as well. So, um, do you have a piece of music we can offer from you today?
1: Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, thank you very much. Probably Somebody to Love by Queen. Um, the, the basic the reason I picked that song is in that we just gone. It's National HIV Testing Week. So I encourage everybody out there, if they are sexually active, to try and get a HIV test that they can source for free online from freetestme.hiv. Um, but the song choices is an honour probably of Freddie Mercury that died of AIDS complications from HIV uh, back uh, several years ago.
0: Excellent stuff. Well, Simon, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure talking with you and all the very best with everything that you're doing.
1: Uh, thank you very much. Have a nice day.
0: Desert Island Books on NHR in association with NUH Library Services.